right, hello there. Welcome to the Galactic Podcast, episode six. We are somewhere in the unknown regions of Michigan. The Mitten. The Mitten State. Uh, I am Lauren Romo, and with me as always is Andrea Gutierrez. Hey! Talking Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. (laughs) All right, so in today's fun episode... Villains, people. I love villains. Villains. We are talking villains. They dark side. Me. We're talking bad people that really try to mess up the galaxy. Rule the galaxy. Rule the galaxy. As father and son. As Vader once said to Luke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're talking villains. That sounds um, silly, doesn't it? Yeah, it, yeah. it kind of does. It kind of does. All right, we're talking <laughs> villains. Um, so, Andrea... Lauren, let's, let's talk about the OG villain. The OG. Let's talk the OG. So let's talk some Vader. Let's talk the Emperor. Let's talk Tarkin. Let's talk about it. Maul. Yeah, I guess you can kind of throw him in the OG. Yeah, Trans- he's definitely. Yeah. I think he's definitely OG. Palpatine, sure. man. Whew. Tell me what you thought about Palpatine when you were younger. Or as as we knew him as just the Emperor. So, yeah. So let's let's that's a good... Good jumping off point. So, original trilogy. What do we know about him? First movie, he's mentioned, right? We don't we don't see him. Yes. We just know there's an emperor. Yes. We don't know who he is, what he's about, what he's capable. There's just of. an emperor. Yeah. Right. There's someone that Darth Vader reports to. Yes. Pretty much. And Tarkin. And Tarkin. Right. Yes. So you know, then we get into again, Empire. Well, then we get into Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. We see a hologram of this hooded guy with, with a menacing with, voice. Yeah, and you don't really see his face. I mean, you do, but you don't. You see the kind of creepy eyes, and you're like, who is this guy? Right. So, again, you don't really know much, but you're semi-invested. Then comes Return of the Jedi, right? Walks off of that. Imperial shuttle. With and all people those are going crazy for him. Well, not going crazy. I won't. But they are like, this is the guy. I didn't really think he was a big deal when I was younger. Talk about it. Because you know, I was like what seven, eight years old, mm-hmm. and you see this, you know, elderly man, old man, walk off this ship with a cane. Didn't he have a walking stick or something? Did yeah, he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he and he was always sitting. And even when he fought Luke at the end, you know, he used the force lightning. Mm -hmm. You know, there was no lightsaber skill with him. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, I was not invested into the Emperor. Yeah, no, I I, I wasn't either. I mean, if you just look at the original trilogy. He wasn't an exciting villain to me. I didn't even think he was a villain. I thought he was just someone that was running the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of, I mean, that was an interesting, in Return of the Jedi, you know, they inter- you know, you finally see him, and yet, you all, automatically, you're just like, dude, this guy's, like, way powerful. Like, without even, you know, like, a background story. I still felt that Vader was power- more powerful than him. That was Ooh. my assumption back okay. then. Okay. It was my assumption. Okay. That if there was, um, like I, I said before, like, a hierarchy of... Mm-hmm. The, the dark side. It was mm-hmm. Vader at the top. That's what I thought when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So I was never, nope, I wasn't an Emperor fan. I mean, I dug him. He was cool. Like, I mean, his, you know, without knowing his background, you're like, okay, that's interesting. Like, yeah. Who, where did he come from? You know, all so, that stuff. But So I ask you this. When you mm-hmm. saw the Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. did you immediately know that he was Emperor when they introduced him as Swear Palpatine? Swear to God, no. Me, neither did I until Swear the end. God, no. Until they did that last scene where they close up on him and you kind of see like mm-hmm. that that lower shot of his face. I was like, my God. Yeah. That's the Emperor. Yeah. Was no. it just, yeah. I had, didn't know. Had no idea. No, Me that, I, I had no idea. Now I, I watched no it idea. and I'm like, how did I know? Right. I'd say it's twenty twenty, but like, yeah. I mean, it was clearly obvious, like it was, it was him. <laughs> but and then obviously the guy that played him in the original trilogy is, was the same guy. I didn't know that either. Ian McDermott had no idea either. No idea. But again, we, like you said, we were younger, so like, I, I didn't freaking know. <laughs> right. I had no idea that was, but that was kind of like again, that was one of the best parts of the entire prequels. 
was Ian McDermott's Palpatine. Yes. Dude was so good in that in those three movies. Well, again, they they did such a great job as portraying him as just like this Weasley um senator uh-huh. that was just kind of annoying and political and in Padme's ear and but then when you find it clicked, mm-hmm. that's the Emperor. Whew, it was awesome. Yeah. It was just and just how again, we've said this multiple times. How of a like just how smart that guy was. Oh man. So smart. Like he just he was ahead of everybody. Now when I watch the prequels and I see how stupid the Jedi Order were at like giving him information and Oh my god, right? <laughs> and taking direction from him, I'm like, my God. How yeah. Open, how open your ears and your eyes. Well just I mean and that that goes to Luke saying like you know, in Last Jedi. In the height how, of the, yeah, yeah, the how, Jedi the, Order. Yeah, the failure that they were. Darth Sidious. Yep. Do you refer to Emperor Palpatine or as Darth Sidious? How I, do you refer I to him? I say Palpatine. I jump back and forth depending on what role he's kind of. Okay. Yeah. I will say like Emperor or like or Palpatine. Palpatine. Or just Palpatine, yeah. Sometimes I, I call him Palps. Palps. Yeah. Hi, Palps. Hi, Palps. My buddy Palps. My buddy Palps. Now, uh, my favorite character is Emperor Palpatine. I'm not even kidding. He is pulled away from my love and obsession um, with Darth Vader because now I'm super conflicted with even how I feel about Darth Vader overall. <laughs> and then why is that? Well, I start. So I know this isn't canon, but I started reading uh, or read Darth Plagueis. Mm. Have you read it? Mm-mm. My God. I have it on my Kindle. I got to read it. It's not canon. Yeah, it's EU. It's Legends. It's yeah, it's Legends. Now, Darth Plagueis is canon because obviously he was mentioned in Revenge of the Sith. Yes, as right. Plagueis the Wise. The book, the book is not canon, right? Right, and he was also mentioned in Tarkin, yep. which is a canon book. Yes. So, the idea of him is solidified in oh, canon. Oh, it's there. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? True. I'm new to this. No, it's, it's it's canon. I okay. mean, he is canon for sure. We just don't know his background story yet. But the the but the book you read is like, so the Plagueis book uh, does give you a huge background on Darth Sidious slash Emperor Palpatine, mm-hmm. um, but not um, to the point where you get to see his childhood, Palpatine's childhood, mm-hmm. or his adolescence and things like that. And that's what I want. I want to know that story because. I want to know if he is pure evil or it's rumored that he was... This is so weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in the Darth Plagueis book, mm-hmm. before Darth Sidious... I'm sorry, Emperor Palpatine. Same mm-hmm. person. Yeah, same person. <laughs> Don't add us. Before he kills his family, mm-hmm. okay, his father tells him that he had his blood tested because he wasn't even sure if he, if he was actually his. Oh, wow. Yes. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? I mean, think about it. But, but that's not canon. That's like Right. But think about that, though. Just like what you just said. In Revenge of the Sith, remember, Palpatine said that his, this Plagueis the Wise was able to create life. Right. So, in that book, it sounds like maybe Plagueis created How? Palpatine? No, not necessarily. No. Okay. All no. Right. All right. But... That he was a being created by the Force, possibly. Okay. So the other thing I was thinking about mm-hmm. is, so in Fortress Vader, so in the Darth Vader comic book, mm-hmm. the Fortress Vader's series, mm-hmm. when he goes and mom and comes out, first of all, that's phenomenal. Oh. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. I know I'm going off on a way tangent No, here. it's good stuff. Okay. So remember there's that shot of... Mm-hmm. Palpatine standing behind Anakin's mother while she's pregnant. Oh, yeah, that was a hot, hot rumor, man. Yeah. Yeah, that was big on the page because a lot of people thought that that, like, basically confirmed that Palpatine created Anakin. Anakin. I still don't believe that. I don't. I think we'll maybe get answers in The Rise of Skywalker, but... I think that was just Palpatine, like, screwing with... His side. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For sure, for sure. But that it did open up like the possibilities of what was said in Revenge of the Sith again, like creating life. Mm-hmm. You know, 
So in, in Plagueis, Palpatine and Plagueis' goal, well, really Plagueis' goal was to live forever and rule the galaxy. Mm -hmm. That's what he wanted to do. Right. And he wanted to use Palpatine as a, kind of like a mouthpiece for him, mm -hmm. you know, to do the actions. And he was behind, like, puppeteering um, Palpatine. Mm -hmm. But he wanted to do it in, like, kind of a partnership of a way. Okay. And to Very me... Very reminiscent of Palpatine and Vader. No, no, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, because now it's more like, yeah, a little bit. Like, Palpatine's, like, figuring it all out, and Vader's doing his heavy lifting. Right. Right. So, where am I going with this? I have no idea. This is good stuff, though. This but I'm time. telling you, that book is amazing, and the background that you get on the master manipulation that the dark side had and that its followers had was so much more powerful powerful mm -hmm. than the light side. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I got to read that book. I'll, I'll have to jump on that. I yeah. got it on my Kindle. I got to read it. I got to read it. So I was also thinking about, um, so Palpatine, do I think he's the ultimate villain? Absolutely. I mean, they. that's, yeah. He is the ultimate villain. Yeah. Um, he is definitely the, you know, the chess player. He's one step in front of everybody. He All has the a time. He has an ultimate goal. It's super selfish. And he is not concerned with, he has no compassion or love for anybody that he comes in nope. contact with. Nope. Not whatsoever. He nope. is, he is the dark side. There's a rumor that he's a descendant of Dark Darth Bane. Someone mm. at me if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I mean, that could be true. I mean, we know. We know. Mm, I don't want to say that. I'll uh, no. I don't want to say because I'm not sure if Bane is technically canon yet. I know. I think Darth Raven was, or maybe Plagueis was a man. Maybe I'm getting that wrong. Could it be? I mean, I don't know. But regardless, though, like Palpatine. If you really think about that, like how. Just manipulative he was towards everybody everybody everyone and everybody fell for it like everybody fell for it everyone like it blows like you said before how did the freaking jedi not see what he was doing until like it was too late mm -hmm. i mean did he like palpatine i don't know like for me i know i always felt like yoda I mean, I know premonitions was the whole thing with Anakin and Yoda talked about it. I really wonder if Palpatine kind of had that, like premonitions. Like, he could kind of see what was maybe might happen, and that's why he did certain things. And you and I kind of talked about this earlier before we started recording, you know, about Vader, and did he really know Vader was going to do what he did right. to him? Right. Like, he kind of had a contingency plan. Oh, he had a contingency plan, yeah. as we know. As we know. Because in the Battlefront 2 video game, mm -hmm. he is... You see, like, these clones of him mm -hmm. that are, like, droids with his face. And they're all, like, programmed to, like, give certain people certain information. Mm -hmm. You know? And it was um, called uh, Project Cinder, I think, okay. was the contingency plan. That was, but it was, it was, um, he, he had a con complete contingency plan. So like that makes, that does make you wonder if he, he kind of knew what was either his demise or he knew what was like, right. he, he had this all figured out from like the jump. I think he was really good at reacting to the way things, um, turned. How so? I mean, his ultimate goal was to, well, his first goal first of all, uh -huh. was to take out the Jedi Order. Okay? Nailed it. He knew that had to happen before anything. Well, no, that's not true. His first goal was to make the Senate kind of eat itself alive. Which he did. Which he did. <laughs> Masterly. And while doing that, he um, wanted to take down the Jedi Order, mm -hmm. and then he pretty much um, brought Anakin on to do that. You know? Yep. And I was, and that's the reason why Anakin is so much different from him because Anakin had to be taught manipulation or not that he had to be taught it. Let me think about this for a minute. He needed mm -hmm. to question the truth. 
question Jedi, question the Jedi Order. Any truth everything. that yeah. the Senate was there for the people. Yeah. That um yeah that the Jedi were there. Yeah. To um for the light. Any of that. Yeah. He needed to question his reality, and that's what Palpatine did to him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I totally agree with that. He Vader was never a manipulator. No. Even I mean Anakin Anakin slash Vader however you want to call him. No, I mean he. What he was really about was Padme, you know, and he cared about her, and that's like you're saying. Palpatine used that to the fullest, knowing like Anakin's, you know, true, you know, true love of Padme and all that. Used it against him, turned him right easily too. Like it wasn't even like Anakin's like. Well, I mean, he. I mean, obviously, during at points you could tell Anakin was like, oh, "This is a little bit." I shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. But he, like, Palpatine, like, pushed him. Put the seed him, in his head, Dad. Yeah. 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 So, in uh, Plagueis, Palpatine was uh, born into kind of like this royal family that lived on Naboo. Ooh. And uh, not royal, but like high in the... Right, high, like a high. Yeah. Higher family. Wealthy, um, affluent, that kind of thing. Okay. And so he was already arrogant felt that he was privileged Mm -hmm. um everything was given to him Mm -hmm. he did not have a good relationship with his parents because he thought he was smarter than them right so he never had this grasp of compassion love forgiveness any of those types of things he wasn't taught that so Anakin was you know he was born a slave he was born to be um generous yeah. and to look out for other people yeah. and he had that great relationship with his mother yeah. so it is strange that palpatine chose him to mani- manipulate hmm interesting because he could never have turned him fully hmm that's interesting that's isn't very it very interesting because very plagueis interesting. grabbed palpatine because he knew he was just flat out like evil yes and wanted to rule and was a selfish being. I always thought the reason obviously Palpatine chose Anakin was because of how obviously how powerful he was with the Force. With the Force, yeah. So have you watched the Mortis arc in Clone Wars yet? Yes. Yes. With the father, son, and daughter. Yes. Crazy stuff, right? Yes. That that oh god, I could talk about that arc all day because that's so good, like lore force stuff. Mm-hmm. Freaking love it. But that's, I mean, just like the, just like the um, father gives him balance, right? Right. Like he even, even the father called Anakin the chosen one because he was so powerful in the Force that he could control both the daughter and the son at the same time. Yeah. So Palpatine knew that, obviously, mm-hmm. and so, but he, he was able to manipulate him to go to the dark side, you know. And after Padme died, what happened? He got him. Like, had nothing else to live for, you know. And I think it wasn't until Luke came around to, I think, that Anakin started, like, that Anakin invader, or vice versa, however you want to say it, started, like, coming back again. Yeah. Because then he knew he had something to live for because Luke was his connection to Padme. I don't think Palpatine was ever invested in Vader. I'm going to be honest. Okay. I like where you're going with this. Because... There was, maybe I'm wrong, but there wasn't, so again, I'm referring back to things that aren't canon, but when Plagueis trained Palpatine, Mm -hmm. Sidious, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call him, this was like 20 years of training, and this was like taking him away onto planets and slaughtering animals and eating hearts and just like enveloping them in the dark side. That's crazy. And um, it just kind of seemed like, once Vader became Vader, Palpatine mm-hmm. just sent him off on missions. Wasn't necessarily giving him any... To be the muscle of... Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't teaching him anything on the the dark side of the Force. Right. I mean, especially when you look at the Besides Vader how comic, to use it physically, yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, in the Vader comic, the you know, the one that takes right after Revenge of the Sith, the only really mission he... I mean... In the very beginning of that series, he has him go to a different planet, but to like find, uh, his, you know, find a uh, a new lightsaber mm-hmm. and do all that 
kind of crazy stuff, which mm -hmm. I love that. I love the bleeding of the kyber, kyber crystal. Yes. That is such cool canon. Yeah. I love it. I love like it. that, too. Um, and then his castle on Mustafar. Love that stuff, too. Like that's good stuff. Yeah, so getting, like, and with that, like, now that mm -hmm. you kind of got us right into Fortress Vader, when yeah. Mammon happens mm -hmm. in the comic book, Mammon even says to Vader that his master is not teaching him the ways of the Force, right. that he's just only, like, a Jedi-focused winkling yep. and doesn't really know the true meaning of the dark side. Mm -hmm. And I agree. Yeah. I agree with Mammon. That's a good point. I love that. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you could argue that Mammon was manipulating him yeah. because he wanted maybe Vader... To use to use Vader for himself, so he could cross back over. Who knows? Right. Who knows? But that I don't think he's wrong though, because if you like, you're saying I think you've laid it out pretty well. Like where, as of right now, canon wise, you know, you you see little things that like Palpatine taught him. Like you have to keep your anger. You have to like keep all that. Right. You know how to bleed the Kyber crystal, and he made his you know lightsaber and all that. So there's like little lessons, but like, right, not like, it's not like he taught him how to use, you know, force lightning or whatever like that. No. He didn't teach him any of that stuff. Mm -mm. You know, I mean, he taught, think about it. He must have taught Dooku that stuff. Right. Because Dooku could do it. Right. Count Dooku could do it. Why, why didn't he teach Anakin that? Because like you're saying, I think, I don't think Vader... Anakin, whoever, like, at Vader at the time. Vader, I think you can, in, in those comic books, in that comic book, you can really tell how he did not trust Palpatine. He no, really, not at all. He, he, didn't. he didn't. He didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think he just followed him because that was his master. and He wanted he the power to bring Padme back or yep. to get to Padme. Yeah. That was his goal. Yep. Yep. And I don't... And which, even, isn't, which isn't an aspiration of someone... Who's dark side. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And I think that in the other Vader comic, the one that takes between uh, takes place between A New Hope and um, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Did you read that one yet? The older... Um, okay. That, that's your homework. I have, I have it. Okay. I was going to read it today while I was at work, and okay. then I realized that's not working. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but read that over the week, because I think that's... That really shows, again, it continues to where it shows that, you know, he didn't really trust Palpatine. No, not at all. He didn't. But he still followed him because I think he was just like, well, Padme's, you know, Padme's dead. What do I got to live for? And I'm just, this is who I am now. Like, he just accepted it. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's how I, that's how I kind of feel about it. Like, he didn't. At, you know, at times, I think he even kind of he questioned Palpatine. Yeah. But then Palpatine was always able to, in his own way, always bring him back a little bit, like manipulated him and sent him on a mission or somewhere to, like, get, get him back focused. to that. Yeah. 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 So. So, yeah, Palpatine. Yeah. So now he's my absolute favorite villain favorite Star Wars character. There's still more to be developed out of him. Yeah. I want. And we talked about this before. Give me a Palpatine book. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Even, you know what? Give me a TV series, Disney Plus. How wild would that be? If it follows any of the Plagueis book, the dude is a freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's not for Disney Plus. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> maybe that's that rated R and not, not safer. I hope, uh, who wrote Plagueis? Uh, uh, James Lucino? Yep, James Lucino. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. he wrote Tarkin, too. Yep. So I'm hoping... Oh, hoping? What the hell is that word? <laughs> I'm hoping that uh, they either bring Darth Plagueis, like an adapted version of it, over to canon, or just a Palpatine book. I think I honestly think it's just going to be a Palpatine book. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I hope and I wish, and maybe, they will introduce like a, a Plagueis down the road. Yeah. Because obviously he is canon. We just don't know anything about him yet. I wonder if like... He's like he's, a pure Sith, honestly. So that's why I wonder, I wonder if like whoever does like an old Republic movie or whatever, see, I, 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 maybe in the book it explains how old is Plagueis? Is he it, like old, old or like I don't... 
It gives you the timeline. It's something, oh God. Okay. Do I have the book with me? Give me a second. Yeah. Do do. Edit, Joey, edit. <laughs> All right, hang on. Or maybe I was lying. No, I wasn't lying when but I said like, that. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't, and I can't remember. Because, again, I have not So read. the Old Republic was 5,000 to 67 years before New Hope. Okay. That Now, that's the, now this is Legends, right? This is yeah. According to Legends. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you could... You could introduce Plagueis eventually, either in a maybe a maybe a TV series somehow, some way, or in one of these new movies that either um, he was Perry Weiss or uh, RJ are doing. Brian Johnson. He was more committed to the dark side of the force than any other villain I've ever seen in the Star Wars universe. (sighs) That his ultimate goal was to like kind of how Mammon was saying, like. Mm the the Sith Lords, you know, so we'll say Palpatine, yeah. Dooku, they, they wanted power. They wanted power to become the ultimate power of the oh, universe. Okay, I see what you're saying. But Mom and said that you had to actually serve the dark side, yeah. and then it would reward you with power. Yeah. Like that, even the Jedi had it backwards. Yeah. That the Jedi thought that if they eliminated the dark and just kept everybody in the light then that would give them yeah. the power to continue to Balance. make... Yeah, it wasn't... They had it completely wrong. Yep. Now, Plagueis, he had it right. Mm-hmm. And he knew that it wasn't necessarily about the rule of two or mm-hmm. ruling it completely, mm-hmm. but that the dark side had to infiltrate every part of yeah. the galaxy. That's a, kind of what Palpatine was... Is do, uh, he was trying to do it, it but yeah. in a little bit of a, I don't know, a Weird. selfish Diff- manner or... Yeah, different different w- way. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, you look at the old, the, the OG villains, you know, Emperor, you know, not until the prequels, you got a whole story. You know, Vader, obviously, we have his, his arc pretty, yeah, pretty solid. Darth Maul, Clone Wars, Rebels. His story is amazing. Yes. You know, I mean, I love Darth Maul is one of my favorites. Yeah. Darth Maul is one of my favorite characters. I, I think his arc in between, you know, between the Clone Wars and Rebels, love it. And again, he was also um, expendable to. Oh yeah. To the Emperor and to um, Sidious. Or to Sidious. I mean, he we, never wanted to use him as being like a master and apprentice. He no. really wasn't using him as an apprentice. No. He just, he again, he was just using him as a weapon. Just like he did Vader. Yeah. And then I think maybe I don't know if he really respected Dooku more than I think he did. I mean, obviously he did because And Tarkin. Yeah. Because if you think about it too, then Dooku really kind of used Asajj's interest in the same way. Mhm. Taught her stuff, but like she was kept her at arm's length. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's those, you know, then you get characters like Tarkin. Yeah, so Palpatine had a relationship with him and his family prior to becoming a Senate, in the Senate. So this was, this in the Plagueis? Yeah. Plagueis book? I'm just making up stuff now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> You're not making up stuff. It's legends. I mean, it's still Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I know it could possibly cross over. Yeah. It could be complete garbage. I don't know. Yeah. It could. I mean, you know. I mean, they pull stuff from legends all the time. You know, we'll and I'll, we'll talk about that in a, in a minute. But like for Tarkin, I liked how in Clone Wars mm-hmm. you saw him, him and Anakin mm-hmm. team up. Have you gotten to that part of Clone Wars yet? Where so they team up, but wasn't it that Tarkin was there for like the trial of Ahsoka? He was. Uh, I'd have to go back. I had to go back. I think he he wasn't. I don't think he was part of the trial, but I think no, I don't think because he I heard that's why him and Vader never had a good relationship was because Vader had a resentment towards him because of that trial. I had to rewatch. I I had I haven't watched Clone Wars in a minute. Okay, so I'd have to rewatch that to to give an actual full answer. But I remember. Like those, that arc of him and Anakin teaming up because they had to go to, um, go and get him out of a of a prison, mm-hmm. uh, 
him and an, and another Jedi were imprisoned, and then that was part of the that was the arc of them getting them out of this of this imprisonment. But you could see where like the the friendship kind of started, mm-hmm. you know. And I want I always and I'd had to again I don't know if, if if there's any explanation in canon, and you know you guys can at me all day, but I wonder if. Tarkin knew who Vader was. I heard, and it, and it might, and it might be in the Tarkin book. I haven't read that book yet, but like, if he knew that Anakin was actually Vader, I heard he only assumed that he knew it assumed was him. That he knew, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Could be. I mean, it would, it would make. I wonder. I wonder if he did know. I had to read. I gotta find that out. But what I love is how you know the expanded universe legends and even canon now have built onto the Tarkin story because what you knew from him in the original trilogies was that he was just kind of like this dude, this dude that ran, yeah, that that, that occasionally clapped back at Vader yeah. and yeah. and really, I mean, he was kind of the Emperor's right hand man. You could argue that he was more of that than I mean. Well, Vader was his muscle. Was Vader was his muscle, muscle sure. but he um, he gave more responsibility to Tarkin. It's almost like he had more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did like different things. Yeah, yeah. It was well. I mean, the the Death Star. Yeah. All that. Well, okay. So let's let's jump. Let's jump to the newer villains. Okay. So going off of Tarkin. We know the guy behind the Death Star was Director Krennic. Yes. Rogue One. Yes. Love Ben Mendelsohn, the guy that played uh, Krennic. Me too. God, I want. I, you know what? I hope. You know, I really hope is that he shows up in the Cassian Andor series. Mm. That is um, coming out to uh, Disney Plus. I would love that. Would love if he made, because that would be the perfect time for him to show up. I yeah. think because it's like the time, like the timelines match up and everything. That'd be cool if like he was, if they, if they show kind of obviously the rebellion, mm-hmm. the beginning of the rebellion, and then obviously the empire. Like you kind of had to. I hope they kind of show both and just don't follow. I mean, they're gonna follow Cassian, but like show the empire too a little mm-hmm. bit. Like I want yeah. a little more of that. Be cool if he, because I, I dug his character for what he was, total arrogance. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was basically Tarkin's rival. Yeah, he was. I mean, he... But you got to give it to the guy. He was the one that came up with the Death Star. He was the one that got Galen Erso to figure out that kyber crystals could be used as weapons. Right. And weaponized it Mm -hmm. into this planet-killing battle station. You got to give it to the guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously Vader didn't care about him because he almost choked him out <laughs> in Rogue One. That's he showed up, uh, Krennic showed scene. up in the the Vader comic. Yep. Because Vader had to go there and find out why they kept getting sabotaged yep. and things like that. Yep. So they they know each other. So yeah. That's why I think, too, Vader could show up in the Cassian Andor series, too. Heck you yeah. don't have to, like, full, like, can't, like, even just, like, a passing cameo or a mention. You kind of almost, not have to, but that'd be cool if it would be did. great if they did, just to show how, um, how, oh, fuck, I can't think of the word. <laughs> like, dynamic and different? Yeah, how involved he was across different areas yeah. of the universe. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. So, yeah, I mean, Director Krennic, he was, I liked him. Like, he was a cool character, you know, served his purpose in Rogue One and all that. Um, I think... Going off of kind of, you know, moving towards another Empire, like, Grand uh, Empire officer, Grand Admiral Thrawn. So this guy, I don't know if you... Nope. Okay, so... But he keeps popping up in all of my um, dark side research. He's awesome. So in EU, Timothy Zahn wrote a um, trilogy of of books uh, on this guy grand admiral thrawn okay so they brought him into canon Mm -hmm. in rebel season three okay okay so he is part of the chiz um ascendry okay i think i'm mispronouncing it probably but 
He is he is from the um from the he's a chiz is like his species. They're okay. blue with like red eyes, right? Super smart guy. Mm-hmm. Like talk about tactician. Dude is almost as like smart strategically as Palpatine. Oh yeah, the guy is hella smart. Mm-hmm. So in the canon right now, so there's three books out. I've read Thrawn and Thrawn Alliance. There's okay. Thrawn Treason, which I haven't read yet. So all written by Timothy Zahn again. So because okay. you mean the guy Zahn is like great with Thrawn. So basically, in the first Thrawn book, you meet this this guy. The the Empire finds this guy, this Chiz, mm-hmm. like on a deserted you know on a deserted planet, like and he's like. Um, he's, he's hiding and he's like able to get, um, stormtroopers. Like he's like taking them out one by one. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's crazy. Like it's awesome. And eventually he, they, they capture, they cap, capture him, but really he, he let them. them. Oh yeah. Nice. Like, so basically the whole thing is, is that he, his mission with the Chiz is basically to infiltrate the Empire mm-hmm. because the Chiz are from the Unknown Regions, right? Mm-hmm. So they're checking on to see what is a threat to them okay. and to their way of life. Mm-hmm. So Thrawn like, goes in and infiltrates the Empire. It's freaking amazing. Just, like, it's it's so good. Like, in Rebels, he's really good because you really think, like, he's a, like, he's a, obviously a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But, like... In the books, it's so cool because you really get to see like his head, mm-hmm. and you get into his mind frame. Oh my god, he is like 30, 40 steps ahead of everybody. Yeah, with everything. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah, you really got to read the books. Are really good, and then Rebels, like how he, what he, what he does in Rebels, is awesome. Like he just plays, he just plays everybody. Wow, you know. So now I gotta read, I gotta read Thrawn Treason because I don't know what happens as far as like. You know where you know that where that story goes, but in the books, you know the first two books, you kind of get like a sense of where's his loyalty. Mm-hmm. You know, like is it still with the Chiz? Is it really? Does he kind of like with the Empire now? Mm-hmm. So that's where I got to read Treason. I think that uh, it will explain that. But he is such a cool character. Though. So is he still around? Like is so it... yeah. So in Rebels, he is still around. And again, I don't want to give you spoilers because you haven't read, you haven't <laughs> seen it yet. But like, what happens to him is the craziest thing. But it's awesome. So is Very there awesome. a possibility that he'll show up in the Rise of Skywalker? No, I mean, is it possible? Yeah. Will he? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, I think that's just. I mean. For me, as a fan, like I've read all the, like I'm reading the books, I I watched the Rebels, Rebel series, so like I know, I know the character already. Mm-hmm. So like to pop him up in a movie mm-hmm. where like a lot of just general fans or just moviegoers are like, who's this? Who the heck is this blue dude? <laughs> you, I mean, is it? Could you explain it? Yeah, you could, but like, I think it would just. I don't know. I think it'd just be a lot to explain. I yeah. Mean, it could it could work, but no. I, I think keeping it as is right now is fine. Okay. But he um you know, you really don't that's why I that's why I really love his character because you really don't know his his purpose yet, like his loyalty. I mean it's kinda it's really is with the chiz how I see it right now from the two books and that I read. But, you know, he still follows the Emperor, like, you know, does his whole you know, follows him, does what he needs to do for the Emperor. You know, he had this whole, in Rebels, he had this whole um, TIE fighter, like, initiative thing going on where they built these kick-ass ships. Yeah. And because of what happens in Rebels, it falls apart. Yeah. So that's why Krennic was able to get the Death Star, like, up and running. Oh. And why the Emperor, like, went that way. Man, there's so much. It's so good, right. You do really have, you really have to watch Every this. time I think I have, like, this path of, okay, once I'm done with this, I'm going to read this, so and much. then I'm going to watch this. Yeah. It it splits yeah. every time. It's good. That's why, again, it's, it's what they're doing outside of, like, the saga. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. So I mean that you—he's a great character. I think you would you would dig him. But I just 
I know you would. I'm telling you, when I was reading the Vader comic and the whole introduction of Mammon came in, and then as I was reading the Plagueis book, I was like, I am so much more interested in the dark side yeah. of the Force in these characters. Yeah. Because I, I they are more invested into, I don't know. It's But they are, I think they're just more interesting. They are. They're more interesting. Not that I mean, nothing wrong with the Jedi. I mean, they're you know they're there for the peace and justice, and that's all good. But like, the motives of the Sith, the motives of the dark of the dark side, is way more interesting. How they can hide in plain sight is fascinating Crazy. to me. I love that. So let's so let's jump to my next two guys. Mm-hmm. We'll, but we'll keep them separate. But Snoke. Oh yeah. Okay. Snoke is cool. I liked him. You know, I like his introduction to TFA where you see him kind of like the Emperor in... Right, the in big hologram. Yep. Mm-hmm. The hologram and all that stuff. And then we finally see him in The Last Jedi. Um, you know, we don't know a lot about him, which is cool. But we do know that he is not Plagueis, right? Because right. That, that kind of yeah, came yeah, out at yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, no. Maybe he was Plagueis. Maybe no, he's Emperor's yeah, that's, master. Yeah, that's been that's not true. Yeah, that's that's been, done. That's been all debunked. The only thing, like, what we do know about him is that, you know, he's... He's been through, like, basically seeing the rise and fall of the Empire. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's that, you know, take that with, you know, that time frame. So he's he's older, for sure. You know, he's not really, he's not a Sith. He's just very powerful with the dark side of the mm-hmm. force. You know, honestly, we see that in The Last Jedi when he hits the lightning on the ground and pops, pops up. Pops it, my God. Hits Kylo. That was so awesome. So, you know, I... I think for me, I think Snoke was, you know, was, was done well. I don't think, you know, him dying was like, oh, why did I have to do that? Or do you think why? he's coming back? So here's my thing with that. No, he's not like, he's not coming back, but I think we will get more of his background. Okay. In I think the Rise of Skywalker, I think we'll get a little bit more of like of the story, but then I think we're going to get tons more outside of either a novel or there is like this one shot comic of of that features him mm-hmm. you know so there's like little things but we still don't know like the full story we know he's from the unknown regions we know that he was part of the emperor's um contingency plan right there. you know so in the last jedi novelization you you learn that he was part of the group that the emperor had meet in the unknown regions to kind of reform the first order. Yeah. You know, he was a part of that mm-hmm. and he rose real quick to the Supreme leader. Yeah. You know, so he took control of that, of that real quick, you know, so he, he's a manipulator. Yeah. We know that. We know that he, he was bridging Ray and yep, Kylo's. And he's, he manipulated Ben. Yeah. For sure. You know, that's why Kylo is where he is right now. Mm-hmm. You know, a tortured, tortured kid. And I think this is where my theory is going to come in. And I think... I'm ready. Okay. So <laughs> in the um, the Force Awakens visual dictionary, okay, which is cool. I don't know if you've seen these books. Nope. I've so, heard about it. Yeah. They're, they're cool. Like I, um, I have the Last Jedi one. Mm-hmm. So they have like the pictures of characters and they kind of like explain like this, this, you know, like certain things. So in the in the visual dictionary it shows the ring that Snoke was wearing. Okay. So this thing is obsidian stone from Vader's castle in Mustafar. Okay. A, where did he get that? Okay. Okay. Two, we know that him and Palpatine have to be relate like not related. I don't want to say related, but they're obviously they In cahoots. Met. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my theory. So we know Sith relics. This is my big, this is what I love recently is Sith relics being like controlled by the dark side and has the essence of, um, you know, dark side users like Mormon and all that stuff. I think the ring is a Sith relic. Okay. I think Palpatine's essence is in there. I think Snoke was being controlled by Palpatine the entire time. And that's why he was doing what he was doing. That's why he wanted to go after Skywalker so bad. I mean, not just because he wanted to end the Jedi. And it was kind of like, uh, like building up his strength. If, mm-hmm. I'm like kind of following you on this. 
You like it? Because, so in Fortress Vader, mm-hmm. like, Mammon was in the mask. Yep. But until he crossed over, mm-hmm. until Vader crossed over, he actually came into being again. Right. So it's possible that Palpatine was, like, kind of waiting it out until he was strong enough to cross back over. Right. You like it? I do like it. <laughs> but I do think it could be too complicated for the... For the general pot, like the general yeah. movie goer and all that. It could. I think, it's, I think it can be explained. I think that's why they're going to talk about Snoke in The Rise of Skywalker, because I think that's how you're going to connect Palpatine in... You know, coming back. I just think of my mom being like, "What was that ring thing?" <laughs> and that guy. No, I get. What no, was his I name? think I, it might not be the ring again. <laughs> I know. I, I'm this just is a total no. I know, but like, I you know, I think it's stuff like that, like the Sith relics. That's how Palpatine's coming back. Like somehow, either Kylo or Rey or somebody's gonna stumble upon a Sith relic that. Like we're saying, like Mormon and all, like yeah. crossing over. That's how he's going to come back. See, I, again. Because Palpatine was very aware of the Sith relics. He presented that helmet to Vader. Right. And what he was doing in the Aftermath series, I mean, he had he had a whole observatory. Like, he had observatories in a lot of different areas. Yeah. Full of Sith artifacts. Yeah. So he, the dude knew what he was, again, contingency plan. The guy knew what he was doing. That's how, you know, that's why, you know, it shouldn't really come as a shock, but it was still shocking to hear his laugh. His laugh in, in, in the, the trailer. trailer, right? But if you think about it, like with all this new canon and everything, like you're just like, well, yeah. He's going to be part of it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I think like in my ring, I'll call it my Snoke rings theory. Okay. That I think he was controlling, he was controlling Snoke kind of like. Harry Potter is going to sound really stupid, but I'm going to go Harry Potter and Voldemort. Yeah. Like With how the Horcruxes? Yeah, how they were connected. Yeah. Hmm. In that way, shape, like kind of that way. I think that's how Snoke and Palpatine were and maybe connected. And that's how, like, that's why he liked Kylo so much because he knew that was Vader's, that's Vader's grandson. That's why he liked him. That's why he's going after Luke and trying to end the Jedi because... That's always the ultimate goal. Right. Is wiping out the light. Right. For them. Yep. Yep. That's my theory. I like it. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I mean, I like it. I do. That's why, that's why I'm talking about it. But I think it'd be an interesting twist. And I think, you know, it could have... It, it could be somehow... In, it, it could be that connected to where... These little things add up. Now, you could argue. Well, we're going to jump to Kylo Ren now, who I love. He's my, I said it before, he's my favorite character mm-hmm. in the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. What if his helmet is a relic? Boom. And that's why Snoke had him take it off in The Last Jedi, because he needed to be more in his mind. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. And that's why they're going to build it back together, put well, it back. We, so that... Well, we see that in the trailer. We see, yeah. like, the helmet being brought back, you know. But in the trailer, we do see him without it, too, when he's mauling down those. God, I love that. I love that shot in the trailer. When he's mauling down stormtroopers or I think that guy that he stabs in the trailer with yeah. his cross uh, cross guard yeah. is a nicer run. Really? Oh, yeah. You know, that's a theory stuff, but we'll talk, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. So you think he's going to turn? See, I don't know about turning, but I think he, I think he'll be redeemed. I do. So that's why, and again, Kylo, I love his character because like, again, he's kind of like previous, you know, villains that we have, that we have seen. You don't know his full backstory yet. No, we you don't. Know, we know that he's Han and Leia's son. We he know. was also, if you think about it, born into royalty, quotation, yeah. supreme power, arrogance. Yep. His, you know. His dad was arrogant. His dad was Solo, arrogant. But he was on Solo, right. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of, um, yeah. So, you know, you could, you know, we know he's Han and Leia's son. We know that he went with Luke to train 
but we really don't know. But then we know that Snoke got into his mind and when, during that. Right. And some in between somehow. Mm-hmm. Right. In between either him going to Luke or before he, he was going to Luke. See, that's where you don't know. Like, that's where the story is totally wide open. Mm-hmm. And that's why I can't wait to read that Kylo Ren comic book series that's coming out in December. The, um, do you think the they're going to do that just so that they don't have to do as much explaining in the movie? I mean, I think it just explains stuff. Like, if you want an ex- like, if you want more, like, okay. if you want to know what, if you want more on why Kylo was Kylo, I think those. This is what I think canon is for. Like, yeah, it gives you a deeper connection, a deeper meaning. I think they will explain stuff in the movie for sure, but mm-hmm. the, the comic book will go and see. I think into greater detail. But I, I think where I see, like where I, where I'm at with Kylo is that, you know, he, he grew up in this, like you're saying, privileged family, right? But what happened to, you know, to him, either before or or during his training with Luke? Because, like you said, Snoke was there. Mm-hmm. But where, where did that happen? See, this is the story I want to know. Where did that happen? And why, because we don't even know this, why did Leia send, Leia and Han, why did they send him to Luke? Was it just because he was force sensitive and they wanted him to do something? Like, why did they send him? How old was he when they sent him? Right. What happened? See, I I wonder if... I guess you would just assume that, you know, Luke would just create a new line of Jedi. Yeah, it's possible. But I wonder if something happened. Mm-hmm. When Ben was younger, like, did he do something out of anger, like, you know, as a youngster and he did something and then Luke and or uh, Leia and Han were like, uh, we better get him to Luke or something like that. Going back to Plagueis, man, that yeah. was one of the things. He was a kid and he realized that he could mani- manipulate people's minds. Mm-hmm. And he, this is a crazy story. He, he had this kid over for like a play date. You know, some school kid over, and the, he already couldn't stand the kid. And they were rushing to get down the stairs. And Plagueis looks at him and he goes, "If you're in such a hur- in such a hurry, why don't you just jump out the window?" <laughs> and he turned and looked at him again and says, "says the same thing back to him." Yeah. And the kid jumps out the window. Force told him to do it. Yeah. Wow. So. And then you know, all of a sudden, everybody kind of figured out that this kid was a little bit old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then it comes out that, you know, all this stuff is... So I wonder if that was... Maybe that's what... Could maybe that's what happened. Because maybe he got... Because we know part of his force abilities, whatever you want to call it, is manip- is being able to tell people, you know, that they are giving him information. Like Poe. And he tried to do it with Ray. Like, go into their mind and tell them. Yeah. And get what he needs. That's a perfect example of what you're talking about. Like... Maybe he did something when he was younger. Yep. That's, yeah. I swear that's where I think something happened. I really do. And I think that's why Han and Leia kind of freaked out. I think that's why they separated. We know that. I don't think so. No? Remember, I have a weird theory about that. Okay, well, no, that's good. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to the theories. But I think that's why I love Kylo so much is because... I never even thought about that, that he was just evil to begin with. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know, though. I never thought... I love that so much more. No? I do like that. I, I mean, again, the only thing that counters my idea is that in The Force Awakens, he says, you know, the light, the light's pulling him. And he talks to Vader's helmet to get more in tune with the dark side. I get you. So my theory could be total crap, which it probably is. You can at me all day. That's fine. I like it. Yeah. But I, I, I think... I just... My thing is I think something happened... When he was younger, and that it freaked Leia and Han out, and I think that's why they sent him to to go with Luke to train to become one with the light. That's my theory. I'm absolutely loving it. <laughs> I am. I wish you could see my face right now because I'm just. <laughs> but that's why I think him being redeemed would be awesome if he was, like you're saying, if he was. Not evil, but if he was that kind of way as a youngster, mm-hmm. you know, and now he fully comes back, like he comes to the light. 
at the end and redeems himself. Somehow. Evil's evil, man. True. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my current Kylo theory, though. Wow. Right? Heavy stuff. That is heavy. I, like I don't think it would be as heavy if I hadn't have read that Plagueis book and knew that part about him telling oh, okay. the kid that's to jump. Because I can completely picture an episode of like him messing with you know like fellow kids or yeah. or anything. I also it also brings me back to when uh not to talk about Harry Potter when Dumbledore went to go meet Voldemort when yeah. he was younger when it was Tom Riddle. Yep. And he that kid was already pure evil. Yeah. yeah. So again, the only thing that I think I feel debunks it is because... And that wasn't Anakin, let's be honest. Right. No. That, it would be a very complete opposite of Anakin's arc. Yeah. Like, it would be him starting out bad, turning good, instead of good going bad. Yes. We'll see. I mean, there's we'll got to be a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, got to be a reason. But but those are, yeah, I mean, those are the newer, newer villains, and I... I I dig them, you know. I do. I also like how um, Palpatine is is a is a new and an old villain. Yeah, you know, coming back, man. God, that was I love that part of the whole trailer. It's crazy. Yeah, to think about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, to end our, we're gonna wrap it up here. But I wanted to talk about our. We did a poll. Okay. On Twitter. Follow us at the Galactopod. Shameless plug. Um, so I put it out there that we were doing a villains talk, and I wa- I asked who I asked Star Wars Twitter community who their favorite villain currently is. Yes. So I put three options, and I put one as an other, and they could you know name one in the comments. So I had the Emperor, I had Vader, I had Kylo, and then I had other. Mm-hmm. So right now, as we're recording, 332 votes. Okay. 24% Emperor, 38% Vader, 28% Kylo. Wow, over the Emperor. 10% Other. And the Others have gotten really good. Thank you for everybody who has responded to our, our poll because it's awesome. A lot of people have said Boba Fett to Jabba to Thrawn. Like, it's been, it's been fun. It's been fun. But, yeah. Kylo over the Emperor. I find that very interesting. But I awesome. do too. Um, but I think that will swing after the rise of Skywalker. That's a very good point. I mean, depending how what they do with the Emperor, that could be total swing. That could be a total swing. But you could you could argue that what they're going to do with Kylo too. Right. I mean, if they go the redemption. Honestly, now, it's so funny. Um, so I have like Star Wars tattoos uh-huh. and I've always wanted to get a Kylo one, but I will not do it until the conclusion of his story is hmm. made. I like it. Let's see where it goes. See yeah. where it ends. Yeah. Makes sense. That makes sense. Might as well wait and see how it turns out. Yeah. If you I mean if he was evil from start to finish, I, I don't, I just don't with here, I guess, well, yeah, that's a theory stuff. Well, <laughs> That's a theory stuff. We'll talk about that. But yeah, so Kylo was 20, is 28% and uh, Emperor 24%. And Vader wins. Yeah. So Vader, Vader it definitely the most um, recognizable Iconic villain. villain. Yes. Even over the Emperor. I, yeah. I would agree with that. I, I would agree with that just because, I mean, most even the Most people don't think of Vader the way I do. I, I see him as like this soft-hearted, hard, you know, his innards are so squishy and lovable and he's well, just sad and depressed. Well, you think about but that's totally accurate, though. Yeah. I think that's why he's, you know, I think that's why a lot of people like Kylo because it's the same thing. I think they see the good that he comes from and the good that he probably is, the struggles that, you know, he's going through with the confliction of you know, killing his dad and all this he, other see, stuff. Like how you're saying, he's kind of the opposite. He thinks he's supposed to be good, but his insides are completely could blackened. Could be. Could be. I mean, I could be totally wrong on that. I mean, I, who knows? Who knows? That's that's part of the fun of Star Wars. We speculate. Yeah. Responsibly. <laughs> yeah, stop quoting For... Legends books, Andrea. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Speculate responsibly. Thank you, Force Center, Ken Napsack, Joseph Scrimshaw, Jennifer Landa. I love those. I love them guys. Uh, great podcast. You guys haven't uh, followed them at all, but yeah, I mean, you gotta speculate responsibly. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
that's it. That's with it with Star Wars. So, okay, that is a wrap on Villains Talk. Man, that was good. That was real good. That was real good. I think we went deep with Plagueis. I like that. Yeah. I'm like telling that. you, you have to read that book. Yeah, or listen to it or do something. Yeah. Everybody. I had to show you the Maul Obi-Wan Kenobi stuff from Rebels. You're going to like that. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm just going to go buy the DVDs. Just buy it on iTunes. Just buy the series. I think it's like 90 bucks, but just do it because it's so worth it. <laughs> it's so good. All right. That's it for episode six. Good yes. stuff. I always like a villain talk. Yeah. It is fun talk. It's fun talk. We'll eventually maybe talk about the Jedi, but... I don't want to. (laughs) The Sith ways. (laughs) Run deep. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, You know, obviously follow us. Follow us on Twitter. Low Roll Nose for me. R2D2 Step for Andrea. And may the Force be with you. Always. Always. That was a good talk. Yeah. Hey everyone, this is Lauren from the Galactic Podcast. A reminder to please like, subscribe, and share the podcast to all available social media. If you're looking for more geek content, please visit dgtradeco.com. That's dgtradeco.com for all your nerd needs. And remember, the Force will be with you, always.